Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Superhero to Kane, podcast number 16. Um, once again, if uh, this is all made possible because of um, MS4MS and um, great organization to uh, help me. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about um, today. I want to talk about purpose of um, support groups. I... Um, Support groups and um, kind of how you choose. Uh, I remember going to, um, several years back, going to a uh, an event uh, hosted by, it was hosted by Voices of Inspiration. I was, I was uh, trying, I was about to go on a new drug um, and they had an event where they were getting feedback from um, people living with multiple sclerosis and they flew people in from all over the country. And um, I remember having conversations with people that uh, had absolutely no uh, no support. Uh, they didn't have support from their family. They didn't have a support group that was anywhere near them. Um, and I could I could hear the frustration in their their voice. I'm um, I was lucky enough that back when I uh, first stopped. After I got diagnosed, I had to stop working. I researched support groups, and I found um, a support group through the the National MS Society. And um, man, things things have screwed us up. You know, COVID has screwed things up. Um, a lot of support groups uh, and support group leaders and people in charge have uh, had to change their careers because of uh, COVID. And the rules and regulations, but um, back before all this happened, I was lucky enough to find um, the support group I did. And when I, I say um, lucky, it's because I've heard horror stories of people going to MS support groups and um, excuse my French, but it's really nothing but a bitch fest. Everybody's sitting around, um, <laughs> walking into a room full of wheelchairs. Um, which unfortunately is, uh, is not what you'd like to say. Um, yes, I, I realize it can be part of the disease. Uh, but if you walk in and the, uh, the room is full of wheelchairs, chairs and the, the, um, tone in the room is, uh, negative and a lot of people complaining that is not the, uh, what the environment you want to be in. You know, I was lucky enough where I was, I joined a group where I met some very, very good people who um, had similar type situations to me, cognitively, physically. Um, they, yes, there were some people on scooters, some people in wheelchairs. There were also people with that walked in. Uh, I think the first time I came in, I was probably just using a cane. Um, people with walkers, people with uh, um, rolling walkers and and you know, all different types of the disease. So, um, the, the opportunity that it gave me was, um, I got a chance to, yeah, there, there was times we had guest speakers, doctors, um, people talking about different, uh, whether it's therapists or products, or, but I always found that the, the thing that was most beneficial were before the meeting would start, and uh, when the meeting was over, uh, you had a chance to sit one-on-one and talk with people 
that um, you can kind of find out more about people that had the type of symptoms that you were dealing with. And uh, again, you know, MS is a snowflake disease and um, it can be challenging at times. To, I found, uh, I'm saying that because um, I'm currently, uh, I go to a support group in Middletown, New Jersey, and um, I have to be honest, I um, there's times I'm frustrated because um, I, I love my support group, um, but I'm experiencing a lot of symptoms that no one else has. And, um, you know, you start to feel like, man, you're the only person in the room that has these symptoms. And um, for me, and this is a personal thing, I, I, you know, begin to get frustrated. So it makes me back up to uh, a time when I was, you know, newly diagnosed, first stopped, I stopped working and um, I wasn't to the point where I am now. And I was able to actually sit and learn um, from these people. Uh, one of the people that uh, I want to mention is Don Lochran. Uh Don was a friend of mine um, that I met at the support group. Um, Don was living with primary progressive multiple sclerosis. Um, he went um, he went out of his way to learn about me. Uh, he went out of his way to. Um, Maybe just it's it's an age thing. I mean, Donnie is was a couple years older than me. Um, we just kind of fell in that groove where we were the same age, uh, similar interests, and we could just talk to each other. You know, we certainly um, did not have the same issues all the time. You know, I I had some physical issues. He had physical issues, but uh, mine were so much more cognitive and and fatigue related. He didn't have that, but. Um, I bring Donnie up because um, Donnie passed away a couple weeks ago, and um, and that's a part of this disease that I think gets forgotten. Um, you know, we're, we're so busy. Yeah, we want to raise money. We want to um, put the banner up, put on the, the shirt. You know, we're we're warriors and we're ambassadors and all these things. And and we go out. We you know try to raise money to try to find a cure. Well, in the meantime, there are people living with this disease in a, that it, uh, it affects in a great manner. Um, I found that Donnie was one of them. Uh, Donnie um, passed away because he was almost a paraplegic at this point because of the disease. Um, he was in, on his back a lot. His... Um, I'm going to say it just because it's, it's, I want it to be real, but his colon twisted. Um, and he had to have an operation to remove a section of his colon. And while he was in the hospital, the operation let loose. So his body was li literally filled with poison. Um, he was in the ICU for several weeks, and uh, Donnie passed away uh, within the past couple weeks. And, um, man, he was a buddy, and it was tough. Um, and he was the kind of guy where, you know, when he would call you, um, he, he was a single guy, didn't have family. Um, we could relate in ways where he would say, man, I, I, I'm glad I'm not in your shoes because having primary progressive MS and having a family, um, 
is a lot to deal with. He had no one to deal with. And I would think, sit there and say, I, I, God, I, I, thank God I'm not in your shoes. And he'd say, I, I would thank God I'm not in your shoes. So he does, he didn't want to have a family involved in this. I, I, you know, look, looked at him as being single and not having the support that I get. And um, so it, it was a good mix, good mix that we could back, bounce each other, bounce ideas off each other, talk about issues. Um, listen, no matter how shitty of a day Don, Donnie was having, uh, he would, I could always hear in his voice, he would go out of his way to sound like, make me feel like he was feeling better. Um, when he answered the phone, um, he would always try to be upbeat when he listened and he gave his responses, he'd be upbeat. And, um, I remember that, man, this was a guy that was, uh, you know, living it by himself, uh, with this disease and, um, it drastically affected him physically. But again, um, this disease, uh, is no fun to work with. And I back up to, the support group that we originally started with, um, Donnie was part of that support group. Um, I met him, formed this great relationship. Uh, I've met other people that um, have been terrific uh, people to run stuff by. Uh, my buddy Joe uh, is always positive. Uh, he's got secondary progressive MS, and he's always very positive. He actually was, um, when I was having issues and and confused about my doctors uh joe was a very very much a, a very much a part of what the hell is that oh uh, um i'm talking to sean uh so uh joe is always been, joe and and maybe you'll listen to this maybe you won't i don't know what you're doing a linker joe is is how you may know him because joe is the one that brought the a linker to the u.s um, and that's how he gets around, yeah, secondary progressive MS. But what the Joe was the support I needed when I had to make a decision to switch doctors. Um, and I, I listened to him. He, he, he told me, you know, didn't tell me what to do, but kind of made what I was feeling come true. And, um, so I, I did switch doctors. I got re-diagnosed. I'm now going to see Dr. Duncan in uh, Hackensack Meridian, Jersey Shore Medical Center. And um, he re-diagnosed me as primary progressive. And um, this all would have been possible if it wasn't for uh, Joe. Joe was pushing me, pushing me and, and saying, you got to do something. And I remember this because we actually had a support group meeting at the Jersey Shore Medical Center at the new MS Center that was about to open. And... Um, yeah, so very good people. Sharon, Bob, Finn, um, Donnie, Joe, Phyllis, um, Tom, uh, Marlena, Alnita, uh, Danny, Tom. Uh, if I if I'm leaving people's names out, it, I I apologize, but um, I just got lucky, and I say I got lucky because. Um, I've heard horror stories, again, of people going into support groups and not getting the support they need. Um, I, I'm, like I mentioned, I'm currently, uh, now that we've gotten through COVID, we're meeting live again, and we're, I'm, I'm part of the Middletown support group. Uh, Lorraine does a fantastic job running that group. 
Um, it's a different vibe. You know, many people that are uh, living with MS, but like I mentioned, you know, do not have the exact same um, symptoms as, as I do. But people that have progressive forms of disease, um, it's funny because in the old support group, things were very, uh, there was a lot of structure where we had speakers, um, we had the meeting, we had the uh, conversations before the meeting, once the meeting started, it was official, you know, we went around a room in a, a straightforward manner, everybody had their opportunity to speak, if there was a speaker, you shut up and listen, at the end of the meeting, you went and, and you had your, your time. The new group, um, <laughs> to be honest, it's kind of like a free-for-all at times, everybody's having different conversations. Um, but they're important, and again, they're relationships that uh, that we have, that we've established. So, um, Lorraine and Santo and Alan and um, Ruth and Patty and Dan and Bob, Marianne and Zena and uh, Ron. If I said Ron already, um, Ron, you're a pain in the ass, but I love you. Um, and got, oh, Chaquan, who's there now and supporting her husband. Um, she's there because her husband has primary progressive MS and he can't come, so she comes. And um, there's a new lady yesterday, Anna Marie, who uh, actually knew Don. So anyway, um, the importance of support groups, I think you should research them. Either um, look, you know, the, the National MS Society has a... Uh, um, a website has uh, social media, Facebook and Instagram pages where you can actually go look up and see if there's a support group near you. Um, no matter where you live, what, uh, what state, what town, um, see if there's something near you. And the other part of this is if there's not a support group near you and you need to get on social media in order to interact, you should do that. Um, I've learned quite a bit being researching posts from other uh, MS sites. Um, you know, Dr. Gretchen from the uh, the MS from uh, um, Dr. Gretchen, who's a physical therapist and posts a lot. She wrote uh, the M MSing link. Um, there's other people that uh, the the, the um, oh God, I can't forget the MS gym. There's another one that posts some great stuff. MS Association, Multiple Sclerosis Foundation, uh, MS Foundation. Uh, I'm I'm missing tons. I apologize, but you got to go to social media, put in MS, and you'll see all these people that uh, you can be associated with and form relationships. That's how I ultimately found um, uh, MS for MS and Sam Greenberg. And going back to um, the purpose of support groups. Um, you got to have support. You got to have people you can talk to that you can share how you're feeling. Um, you have to be able to listen and learn. And uh, you have to be able to experience what uh, other people are going through. There's nothing like, um, and I want to say this, I remember when I first got diagnosed and I was still trying to work. And um, I was working for this complete asshole up in uh, north New Jersey. And um, he, he used to walk into the office and say something like, uh, you know, I felt like you last night. And I remember sitting there biting my tongue because I'm like, you know what, dude, you have no idea how I fucking feel. Um, but when you sit there in a support group, 
you can talk to somebody who actually does know how you feel. And we had this conversation yesterday about people pretending they know how you feel when they don't have, they're not living with this disease. So um, go get support, whether it's through uh, live interaction or social media. Um, it's there. And um, this I dedicate this podcast to my buddy Donnie. Um, you know what? And Bill Havens, who I met at, at the support group. I forgot to mention Bill. Bill passed away during COVID, but uh, he was somebody else that went to the MS support group. Um, but this is dedicated to uh, Donnie on uh, August 26th. I'm going to be doing, um, Donnie Love doing adaptive adaptive surfing. So I'll be in um, Spring Lake, New Jersey at 8 o'clock in the morning. And uh, they're going to put my, through, it's run through Project Beachhead. And uh, they're going to put my big ass on a surfboard. And... Um, just have me go out and uh, attempt to surf. So, all right. I realize I'm rambling and uh, this has been all over the place, but find a support group, find some people you have a relationship with. Go team. I'm out.